2: The flame the hottest podcast on the internet
0: kind of a ongoing theme here we got the uh, 70 mall 70s mall in the background i believe the store is called double up it's a clothing store uh, it looks like it's a women's clothing store but there are a fair amount of men kind of gathered in front of the clothing store and you have uh, the, um, kind of obligatory woman, she's not obligatory, but she's there in some hot pants. It looks like hot pants or a tiny little tartan skirt. And the dudes are dressed in seventies suits, 70s suits with the fat ties, new wave, skinny ties. And the seventies had a color scheme about them. Oranges, browns, autumn, autumn colors that was really the color of the time, right? These autumn colors of the seventies, kind of warm, inviting earth Tony, but it was also symbolic of where America was headed. It wasn't the psychedelic explosion, the, the exotic garden variety color of the 1960s, right? It was like all these crazy wild, Exotic flowers in bloom in the summer of love, flower power. The '70s really, and going into the '80s, they're a different time. It it, it they're we as a country, we are are definitely moving into the third turning, which is the um, equivalent of the fall, and you can see the fall colors in the background there, in this in this photo. Oh. The basket case is lamenting over the fact that he can't get out of the clothes hamper, the clothes basket. Cause I did some laundry and I folded some clothes and he decided he wanted to hang out in there. Now he's lamenting over the fact that he can't get out. He knows I'm broadcasting. He wants to be here. He wants to be, he will be here at some point. The rehabilitation began this last weekend and um there are some of you who have been very kind and offered up some advice for jasper and uh angelica who is a uh, another astrologer suggested i guess some of jackson galaxy's um cat drops i think it's called like cat recovery or something like that separation anxiety i'm going to check it out i need to i need to get him back in his paws I mean really he's not on his paws he has figured out a way to navigate the house by jumping on things and I know it's like theoretically having to do with what's on the floor I get it I bombed the shit out of the house this weekend did everything I could vacuuming spraying I'm not a negligent um householder here when it comes to my little spirit cat so it will take some time, but he'll be back, and he'll be back with a vengeance, I'm sure. Especially if I get uh, another little kitty by his side. Um, there's a reason why I got a picture of a mall in the background today, because we're going to talk about the Indiana mall shooting and more. Oh yeah, did you know there was a shooting at a mall in Indiana? There's a reason why you didn't find out. There's two reasons why, but one in particular. They're not going to tell you about it. We're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about it today. Um, but of course, you know, and there's plenty of other things to talk about today too. There's only this is this this is a wet dream for content creators. As long as you're a person who just doesn't read the news, and, and I, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a news reader because there are plenty of people that do that, and there are plenty of people that comment on the news too, which is kind of what I do but there are also other things going on, but it's just, it's, it's fertile. It's, it's, it's just like a, you know, a a big dung pile every day. And there's just so much there that you can just throw into the garden. If your garden is not burning by heat, uh, that is extreme by any measure. And we're going to have more temperatures in the hundreds today here in Texas with one day of rain one day of serious rain and um, that was it but it was good it was a big dump we could use about 10 of those out of maybe 14 days 15 days that would be awesome all the uh natural life would love it here All right, so welcome to the show, 15 Minutes Flame, Robert Phoenix. Coming off a uh, robust, nearly three hours of astrology last night on YouTube. I thought it was a good show. Covered a lot of ground. Some of it was uh, pretty far out there. And then some of it was pretty personal, like all the Venus stuff, which I think is good, uh, just good material. I think what I'm going to do here, probably in the next couple of weeks, is for all the people who are paid members, <clears throat> subscribers, I'm going to do, uh, like a zoom. I'm going to do a zoom. I'm also going to, I got to book a class too. I've, have, I have a class I want to teach. Um, but I'm going to book a zoom. And so for all the paid subscribers, I have all your email addresses and I'm going to send out an invite for like a 90 minute or two hour zoom. And we'll hang out. Um, you can ask questions, we can talk, we can dialogue, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to talk about, you know, what's going on astrologically or what's going on kind of with the, with the event canon. Um, we can bullshit. We can talk about different things and that'd be a good thing. So I'll let you guys know if you're a subscriber, when I say subscriber, you know, there are paid tiers, five, 10, 20. And for those of you who do that, I do appreciate that. Thank you. And I need to start, you know, pumping some stuff back to you. Although I do do a lot of content. I do a lot of content. I, 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 think, I think I'm probably in the upper 5% in terms of content delivery. Although I may not be on the major network, YouTube, uh, you know, six out of the seven days I do stream, but I'm there two days. And then the rest, you can find me here. And also on the podcast. by the way, when I, excuse me, when I post this show today, this will be podcast number 100 on the podcast side of things. That's how, that's uh, how long we've been doing this. I believe since February and everything's been up to the right, which is, which is good. All right. um, Let's see who we have first of all, let's take care of some business. Let's take care of some business. Here we go. First things first, we got to talk a little bit of true hemp science. I'm going to reach out to Chris and I'm going to get some of the goodies for Jasper as well. I'm going to get him some uh, pet CBD. I know he's not in pain, but uh, I think it might help. I think it might help. I had a friend one time and he was (laughs) he was an interesting character. I'm not going to get into his Backstory to he was the first person that turned me on to the um uh SRT SRA rather satanic ritual abuse. He was the first person to turn me on to it, and the reason why this is back in the 90s, so we're talking about 93, and the reason why um he turned me on to it is because he was clinical therapist, and he had SRA patients, he, and he had multiple SRA patients. Um, he didn't disclose all their history, although he did disclose a few details. He did, he did preach some, he didn't mention any names, but he did preach some client patient confidentiality. So I heard some of their stories, but he was, the and, and so I asked him, I said, is that a real thing? says, oh, definitely. It's definitely a real thing. The reason I'm bringing him up is not because of that. <laughs> so he was married at one point, and uh, he eventually got a divorce. I remember one day I went over to his house, and he and his wife, it was a 49er game. I think it was like a playoff game or something. Or just a, I forget what it was. It was a 49er game. We used to watch the 49ers together. We liked watching the Niners. And um, they had this dog, cute little dog. His name is Ernie.
2: His
0: name is Ernie. And uh, I'm like, well, how's, how, I'm over there. how's Ernie doing today? Oh, he, he's great. We gave him a little bit of a Xanax. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, you know, it helps him. It helps him with, uh, you know, the excitement and the crowds. I was like, just three of us were watching a fucking football game. They gave their dog part of his Xanax. I, look, I, I thought it was the funniest damn thing, but apparently it's, it's a thing. People give their, their pets Xanax. I wouldn't recommend it, but I am going to try some of this. This pet CBD, I got to, I got to do that. Um, so, if you go to True Hemp Science, you can find pet CBD. You can find topical stuff. You can find different grades of CBD. Uh, Chris has the the stuff that's like super, super potent terpenes, um, and he's got he's got other stuff that you know. You should if you do call him up. And talk to him. You should talk to him about the Delta 9 stuff because he's got the skinny on Delta 9. For, for people who aren't aware of what Delta 9 is, it's kind of the, the back door to legal THC. But how they get there is really uh, sketchy. And Chris knows, all, Chris knows all about it. So if, if you are interested or have taken... Delta nine or people that you know have taken Delta nine, and you do talk to them, ask them about it because they'll tell you all about it and he'll tell you to run away from it. Um, so if you go to truehemscience.com backslash ref backslash 23 and you spend a hundred dollars or more, you get close to that hundred dollar mark, you'll get some free product coming back to you. And uh, the code word there is 1515mins capital. And uh, you'll uh, you get the goodies. You'll get the goodies. I got to get some of that uh, pet CBD for Jasper. I think that's essential. Okay, let's go into the place where it's at. The chat where it's at. Also known as Chataria. Oh, before I do that, I, I got to do this. Can all this business take care of now? Of course, you know about our Harvest Moon event, which is going to be on the 14th through the 16th of October. We've got good registration up to this point. Uh, and we've got a cap of 70 people. All the details are on my website, robertphoenix.com, and here on 15 Minutes of Flame. And um, there's a link to go to the Harvest Moon web page where you can sign up and do everything you need to do. And if you're looking for a person that you can share a room with or get a ride with, go to the 11th house uh, with Robert Phoenix astrology, 11th house astrology with Robert Phoenix over on telegram. And uh, you'll be able to dive in there and start talking to people and figure out who's going, who's not going. All that good stuff. All right. Let's see who's here. And also get a you know, get a room. You could you could share a room there. There's my man DJMC right at the front. What's going on, Michael? Right behind him. Ryan, president of the International Introspective Woodworkers Union of the World. Uh, and let's see what else we have. Yes, and then there's 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 empath So we got we got the mic Mike sandwich, mic Mike, checking mic, double mic. Sony's here. What's going on, Sony? Good to see you. Beth B in the house. Tondar nine eleven. You got the nine eleven award of the day, Tondar. Here's my man Steve. Steve will reach out to you today. We'll check in. We'll go over the schedule. For the weeks ahead, we got Mark Malone on Friday, and Mark is going to talk about uh, his journey from England to America and becoming a full-fledged American patriot and a dad, three kids, Uh, and he wrote a very important PDF on Agenda 2030, which brought him to the attention of people like Alex Jones and Stu Peters. And uh, I I would call Mark a friend. Uh, I knew him before he became famous. I knew him when he was a heavy metal guitar wanker living in Santa Barbara, California. No, he wasn't that. He did play heavy metal guitar though in a band. He's a good guy. He'll be on the show on Friday. Uh, Let's see. We've got uh, Fran. What's going on, Fran? Fantastic is here maybe I love it maybe becoming a regular Hucklebuck 411 K Pasa there she is Arlene Vega good morning Arlene always wonderful to see and then there's Wendy you guys you guys have the best vibes you guys were born yacht you were born yacht uh, some people were born yacht some people are not rue 9. Walter Becker's instruments are still surfacing online for sale. I stayed in Walter Becker's house in Hawaii. He wasn't there, but he owned it. And uh, he had a woman who, man, it was, like, it was like a precursor to Airbnb. He would rent it out to people. It was like right there, right on the edge of the coast. Beautiful little garden. Uh, it was a sweet place. let's see who else do we have no I don't need to type my mouse has been funky uh let's see who else do we have burnt orange carpeting yep Shades of Mary Tyler Moore uh who else poor Jasper. I know ja- Jasper will come back keep keep your prayers. Out there for for uh, Jasper, armed citizens stop the shooter. You got that right. We're gonna get into it, uh, Jake. What's going on, Jake? So there's another name for goat, and the word is Bach. B O K Bach, and it's finished. And, it, and we get the word Bacchus from Bach. I also believe we get the word book from Bach. Uh, let's see, who else do we have here? Saw David Palmer is back to the living. Good. I think five days is what this latest uh, blast is doing to people. Astro Coral, what's going on, Astro Coral? Good to see you. You're welcome. Lots of new faces. This is great. I know. I love. I love it when we see new people here. My dog Aries. That past couple of years, he was having seizures. I use CBD for him. Thanks, Jacqueline. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break down and get uh, some CBD. I'm gonna try some of that Jackson Gal- I like that Jackson Galaxy guy. He's cool. Um, let's see who else do we have. Kelly B. We got to have our '80s girl. What's going on, Kelly? Yeah, well, you know, big uh, big hugs. Kenneth Dunnigan. Kenneth Dunn is showing up. Now, that's a real cowboy right there. That man is a real freaking cowboy. Good to see you, Kenneth. That's awesome. Uh, Michelle, Maria Mater. Yeah, this shirt has held up pretty well. I have to say. I got it at Costco. It's a Costco special. Is that a mom? Uh, my dad's birthday today. 82. Yay. <laughs> Happy birthday, dad. Good job. Let's see. Yep. Kenneth, Kenneth has been uh, f- following the stream and, the, and and all the other goodies for quite a while now. And I've actually had the honor to talk to Ken, uh, Kenneth a couple of times on the phone. Um, and that guy, that's a true American right there. That is a true American. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. He says that it's like Long Island audit guy, Sean, Sean Reyes let's get into it without further ado let's get into it everybody has their little catchphrase uh youtube is a trip can i just say that i like i fucking love youtube i hate the fact that it's censorious but i love youtube because it's so fucking weird it is youtube is weird but it's good. Weird. Like you find the weird, there's this one channel on YouTube where this guy goes around and he finds all these old foods. When I say old, I'm talking about like cans that are out of date by 20 years, (laughs) or he finds old sea rations. Like that's his channel. He just finds old foods and he, 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 he looks at the packaging. He shows the packaging he gets into it. He talks about it. He opens it up. He smells it. Uh, one time he opened up an old can of spam that had the key in the bottom and you had to use the key and it smelled nasty. And he cooked it. And I think he probably got sick. But you find shit like that on YouTube. I found this whole other subgenre of channels on YouTube now where it's people are, it's like finding stolen shit. It's almost like a revenge porn stolen sh- stolen shit genre on YouTube. It's it's like crazy. It, I love YouTube. It's nuts. It's totally nuts. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna play you just another snippet of something from YouTube later in the show. Um, all right, so l- let's get into it. There was a shopping mall incident. In Indiana. And that happened yesterday. Well, guess what happened? Somebody was carrying and took the guy out. Where did it happen? Where did this shooting start? In the food court. Remember the food courts? I used to love the food courts. We'd, we'd go to uh, Eastridge Mall in San Jose, me and my parents. And we'd go on a Friday night and they would hand me $5. Because back in the day, you could get a meal for $5. They'd say, here's $5. You know, go eat. And that's what I'd do. I, I think it might've been around maybe, I don't know, 11, 12, maybe 13. And I'd go to the food court. And I said, what do I want? Invariably, I'd go to Mexican because it was probably the best food in the food court. Everything else was okay. Um, anyway, let's get into this. Let's talk about it. Indiana Wall shooting suspect shot dead in food court by armed civilian... Greenwood, Indianapolis. So I guess it's the Greenwood Mall. Three people were fairly shot and two were injured, including a 12-year-old girl at an Indiana mall after a man with a rifle opened up in a food court and an armed civilian shot and killed him. Police said, uh-oh. I also think that the guy who was doing the shooting didn't necessarily match the profile that they need nowadays to move the the agenda, you know, further down the line. But that's a tertiary tale. The, The real story here is the armed citizen. The man entered Greenwood Park Mall on Sunday evening with a rifle and several magazines of ammunition and began firing in the food court, Greenwood Police Department Chief Jim Eisen said. Three people who died were in addition to the man with the rifle. The identity of the gunman the possible motive weren't immediately known. We're going to find out who he is. A 22-year-old from nearby Bartholomew who was legally carrying a firearm at the mall shot and killed the gunman, Eisen said at a news conference. The real hero of the day is the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began, Isen said. Okay, so there are two sides to this. First of all, most states are now lining up with constitutional carry, meaning that, guess what? You don't need a license, and you never really needed a license. doesn't say anywhere in the Constitution that you need a fucking license. No, it doesn't. And Texas, which for the longest time was not a constitutional carry state, finally got it passed. So you don't need a license in Texas. Now, this may be part of the story. License up, people. License up. You get your license and we're all good, right? I mean, maybe that's part of it because they can always spin something like, okay, yeah, here we go. Just, Just get licensed and you'll be fine. But that's part of it. The real it, it, that's turning like, you know, chicken shit into chicken salad because that's not really what. It, but ultimately, that would not fit the profile of the goal to have somebody come in and scuttle this thing, where there are dozens of people dead or shot. Let's keep going here. The mass shooting was just the latest to nerve Americans in 2022. Schools, churches, grocery stores, and the July 4th parade in Highland Park, Illinois, have become killing grounds in recent months. Still, the reality of America's staggering murder rate can often be seen more clearly in individual deaths that rarely make the news. Officers went to the mall at about 6 p.m. for reports of the shooting. Four of those hit by gunfire were females, and one was a male. Ison said he didn't immediately know the gender or age's Of those who were killed, the 12-year-old girl, other injured person, were in stable condition, he said. I don't know who goes to malls anymore. I think I know. I'll reserve comment. Um, it's, It's generally people, by and large, who use the mall as a social setting the way that it's always been used since the inception of them in the 1970s. But the demographics have radically changed over the years. And I'm just going to come in from a socioeconomic angle because you can hang out at a mall for a long time and you can get samples, you can go to the food court and you can look at shit, right? You can sit down in one of the chairs and, get a little massage for, what, 3 or $4. Um, you could, you know, talk to one of the Israeli Mossad kiosk agents and have them try to sell you, uh, a, you know, a, a remote control helicopter and all that shit, right? It's a lot of entertainment, theoretically, for low impact. It's air-conditioned in, in a, you know, time where we're experiencing record heat. Right. The mall offers a long, longer term respite. Also, there are people that are homeless and hang out at malls. That's the other thing, too. Right. So the whole demographic has changed with malls. And most people buy their shit online now or they try to buy from somebody who's local. Anyway, let's keep going here. A news conference with authorities was scheduled for Monday afternoon to provide updates. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police and multiple agencies were assisting in the investigation. We are sickened by yet another type of incident like this in our country, says Chris Bailey. He's the assistant chief of police. There was no threat to the area Sunday night. Greenwood is a south suburb of Indianapolis. You know that Jason Whitlock is going to talk about this because he's from Indianapolis. And he's going to flip it to to the citizen defense side of things we had about 60,000 people there. Mayor Mark Myers asked for prayers to the victims and our first responders. This tragedy hits at the core of our community, Myers said in the statement. So everything in this story is front-loaded for the narrative. Greenwood Park Mall said in the statement that, it, that agrees for the victims' uh and praise first responders as well as the heroic actions you have to get to the second fucking par- last, second to last paragraph of this story to get to this part the 22 year old who police said fatally shot the gunman monkey pox on the rise let me see if I can find another story to see if they've uh, identified the gunman. So now it's four dead. It was First it was three. Now it's four, apparently. This is uh, from Reuters, the Rothschild-controlled uh, news outlet. Let's see what they have to say authorities in indiana on monday hailed a 22-year-old passerby for failure shooting a gunman who killed three people and wounded two at the indianapolis area mall local officials said the unidentified man lawfully carrying a firearm stopped the shooter at a rifle and several magazines see that's the whole thing i mean this seems like it's a setup you get a rifle and you have several magazines of ammunition we do know that someone we are calling good samaritan old good Sam eagle eye good Sam was able to shoot the assailant and stop further bloodshed Mark Myers once again chiming in get some more Jim Eisen material there lives were lost today incident raises questions regarding interaction between state law and the rights of companies businesses to ban weapons on their properties especially after a spate of gun massacres since May, have renewed fierce U.S. debate over gun regulations, the shooting comes just, do you think if somebody bans weapons, that's going to make a fucking difference? If they ban the weapon, then the guy with the gun couldn't have killed the guy with the gun. Because you know the guy with the gun would have just blown right past the fucking ban weapon side. Because normal people don't bring weapons rifles sound a lot like an AR-15 into a mall with multiple magazines. Normal people don't do that. I'm sorry. They don't. The only people that do that are criminally insane, agent provocateurs, or people that are programmed in order to do something like that. That's it. That's it. Those are the people that will do it. Sane, whole, individuated people. Well, first of all, they don't go to malls. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to figure out what the last time I went to a mall was. I remember the first time I had an experience that I was being mind controlled in a mall. I was around 20, 22 or 23, maybe 22. I'm like, what the fuck is this place? What is going on here? It was weird. I finally, I had, I had that weird kind of matrix moment in the mall all right here we go what else we have uh let's see the shooting comes just weeks after indiana governor eric holcomb signed the bill into law repealed the state's handgun permit requirement good now anyone 18 years of age or older who is not legally prohibited from firearm possession may generally carry a concealed handgun in public well eric you're looking pretty good there now aren't you buddy that law, however, conflicts with the policy of Simon Property Group, the owner of the Greenwood, Mark Paul, which prohibits guns on its properties. This is this is ridiculous. It's the guy with the gun who brought his gun. He was a passerby. He saves a bunch of people because somebody who is either in, in on the, uh, the PSYOP or is criminally insane doesn't give one rat's ass about The Simon Group, Property Group's laws around not bringing guns on their property. It was unavailable for comment on Monday. Gee, I wonder why. According to Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita, private businesses and property owners may restrict gun owners from carrying a weapon on their property. You know what that means? It means the law-abiding citizens will do what they're told. Okay, no problem. Meanwhile, the miscreants and the uh, the sociopaths, they won't care. They'll bring their guns. The only thing that you can do now to prevent it is put metal detectors at the entrance of malls. That's it. And don't think, I'm actually surprised they, they haven't done it already. Uh, they have they have it at base they have it at uh, ball games now. You go to a ball game, you got to walk through the metal detector. Oh yeah. Baseball, football, basketball doesn't matter through the metal detector. Airport metal detector, most schools you got to walk through a fucking metal detector now. Even for city city council meetings. Now they've rigged up a metal detector at city council meetings. That's nuts. I think I need a new battery for my computer. Uh, While it's generally not against the law law to ignore no firearm sign at a private business, it's a private business. You may commit criminal trespass for entering a business after you've been denied entry and asleep. So they got to know that you have a gun. It's more complex than that. All right, let me see if they have identified this guy. there was i guess there was a mall shooting in denmark okay this is 13 hours ago oh this is some weird shit too this is a day ago what's this This is totally, this is from Houston. (laughs) I'm sorry, some of these names. Uh, A Houston police sergeant who thwarted a possible mass shooting at a mall while working his extra job is being called a hero. Sergeant Kendrick Simpo, who currently works in the Houston Police Victim Services Division, never hesitated on the morning of February 5th. This is a while back. But they just published this story. That's weird. This is weird, okay? This is really weird. Let me show you this. This is some uh, 1984 shit right here. Officer tackles suspect towards possible mass shooting at mall. You would think it happened yesterday, but it didn't. It happened in February. That's weird. Within minutes, Simpo had moved to the area and spotted the suspect later identified as Guido Herrera. There's Guido. He, he looks like a mall shooter, doesn't he? He's got the mall shooter uniform. Is that the Punisher? Is that what that is? He's all He's all like geared up to take some people out at the mall. There's Guido Herrera. So they just they just started running this, this uh, story, published on July seventeenth. I guess they're looking for content because of the other they're piggybacking on the mall shooting in Indianapolis or Greenwood. Is that what it is, Greenwood? Um, moments later, officers arrived and Herrera was arrested without a single shot fired. Besides the rifle and Bible, police found 120 rounds of ammunition and a handgun on him. Since Herrera didn't shoot anyone, he could only be charged with a misdemeanor. He was sentenced to the maximum of a year in jail. As for Simpo, he's continuing his work as a police sergeant, not thinking much about his heroic acts. He's also still on the Galleria Sergeant, he's got to work an extra gig. That's weird. This seems a little fishy, right? It's like, he's going to show up. He's going to look like a mass shooter. He's got his mass shooter uniform on. And he fits the profile. They're going to take him out. Florida Gator quarterback, Anthony Richardson, discontinuing the AR-15 nickname. I guess he's number 15. We We live in a world of idiocracy. I remember when the Washington Bullets changed their nickname. First of all, they were the Baltimore Bullets. then they became the Washington Bullets. They had to change their name because they didn't want to uh, encourage or reflect the violence in the Baltimore area. So then they became the Wizards. I'm still trying to find if there's any uh, ID on on, uh, this guy. Let me see, this is a YouTube video. I really don't want to do a YouTube video. Usually, when they don't post, um, the identity of the shooter doesn't fit the profile. Um. So this is two hours ago. Still no name. Police have raided the apartment of the suspected gunman in the Greenwood Park mall mass shooting. Fox 59's Russ McQuaid was at the suspect's apartment this morning and talked to neighbors who told us between midnight and 3 a.m. there was a raid at the apartment. The raid included SWAT teams, FBI, and a bomb disposal unit. The FBI confirms they are assisting Greenwood police at the mall. The FBI is involved now. And the apartment complex neighbors told us that nearby residents were evacuated for up to three hours during the raid as they stood by and watched. Uh, We are working to find out additional information about the investigation, including the contents of the backpack found in the restroom just off the food court. It is unknown who the backpack belongs to or to its contents, but the Johnson County bomb squad has cleared it of any explosives. Okay, so they found a backpack. That's a big deal. Freeze-dried blueberries recalled nationwide. Uh, let's see. Anything else in this rant? I I still cannot. Witnesses describe Greenwood Park mall shooting. Let's see this. We'll go a little little layer deeper here little eyewitness account. From people heading to the mall for back-to-school shopping to workers going about their day, Sunday seemed to be a normal day at the Greenwood Park Mall. That is until the shooting that claimed the lives of three victims and the shooter, along with injuring two more. Mark Tilbury was sitting in the food court when he looked out the window to see two people fighting, which was not connected to the shooting. This is what malls have turned into. I wouldn't go to a mall if he paid me. Maybe if he paid me, depends on how much I might go. Uh, His group grabbed their food and walked around the corner. So we got another Mark, Mark Wright was taking money from Luca Pizza back for the end of the day. Heather Arthur was eating with her daughters after back to school shopping. Then the shots rang out. As soon as her shots po- started popping off, there were at least 25 to 30. My guys all hit the decks Said right. Tilbury described the scene as chaotic. After the gunshots started, everyone just started running. It was chaos. It was like animal kingdom in there. We just ran out of the doors of every exit, said Tilbury. We had people going into lock gates, putting them in the back of the stores. Heather looked at her kids and told them to get up, and they started running. My mom tells me to get up and start running, Micaiah Arthur said. So I get up, I run. Then I found a safe area to hide. While running to safety, Heather said said she fell, skating her knee, losing track of her two children. Police say the suspect shot into the mall, killing three people and injuring two more. That's when a 22-year-old from Bartholomew County shot the shooter. While Wright said he didn't see the actual shooting, he witnessed the aftereffects. He says of the 32 years he's been in the business, he never thought something like this would happen at the mall. Really? People are sitting ducks at malls. It was a scary situation. I've got some new kids working, and they were kind of traumatized by it. I never expected this here uh, at this mall, said Wright. Heather says the shooting makes her worried, saying there's violence everywhere now. It worries you about going anywhere now. Officers were in the mall until the early morning, collecting evidence from the scene, Greenwood Police are asking anyone who witnessed the shooting to go to the Greenwood Police Training Center. So still no identification on the shooter. So there was a fight going on before the shooting. Isn't that weird? How do you know that they weren't connected? You don't know if they weren't connected or not. You're assuming that, but you don't know. You don't really know. So there we go. Somebody steps in and does what they're supposed to do, and yet they are still doing everything in their power to turn this in to the narrative, right? Spin the narrative, spin the narrative, spin the narrative, even though something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Joe Citizen stepped in and uh, took care of business. And that's usually how it happens. You they always, the police are always late to arrive. Always. Speaking of late to arrive, the whole uh Uvalde thing is really starting to fall apart. So as Uvalde starts to fall apart, they need more and more of these uh, events to take your attention away from Uvalde. Let me see if I can come up with the latest on Uvalde. Hold on one second here. Let me do this. We'll do a Uvalde circle back. Don't you miss Jensaki. I'll circle back to you on that. So here's a little tidbit around Uvalde, which is disturbing to say the least, especially if you're sending your kids there. Uh, This is from uh, Jack Besobiak, who I'm not a huge fan of. I actually think he's naval intelligence, but I'm going to share his tweet. Another factor due to relaxed vigilance on campus was the frequency of security alerts and campus lockdowns resulting from a recent rise of bailouts, a term used in border communities for the increasingly frequent occurrence of human traffickers trying to outrun the police, usually ending with the smuggler crashing the vehicle and the passengers fleeing in all directions. The frequency of these bailout related alarms, around 50 of them, contributed between February and May of 2022, contributed to a diminished sense of vigilance about responding to security alerts. So essentially what that means is that during that time from February to May, they had like 50 lockdowns in that school. They were constantly running programs in Uvaldi. And it has to do with the fact that the uh, the trafficking and all the shit associated with it, um, it gets out of hand, right? It's out of control. So when it when it gets out of control, they close school. Those would be lockdowns. Those would be drills. They had fifty of them. Fifty. Here's another little goodie from Uvalde. I guess this is a uh, an Alex Jones tweet. Let me throw this up there. This is actual footage from Uvalde. You got to check this out. It's not footage. It's a, it's a photo. But uh, I'm going to share it anyway. He's laughing. He's laughing. That's caught on one of the school's cameras. Gee, do you think they have more footage? Hmm. He's laughing. Is this a Beto moment? Is this a Beto op? Uh, maybe. You know, Beto's running for governor. Ridiculous. Let me just do this other thing here because there was a story that I found. Let's see. Give me one sec. So there's video of cops running away from the gunman in Uvalde. Uh, So let's do this. Uvalde. And let's do this. Here we go this is fairly fairly fresh news relating to Evaldi so they label so the Evaldi this is the uh, report Says Uvalde officials presented Texas DPS with a document labeled Narrative. Narrative. Narrative days after the school shooting. It said because police had zero hesitation and moved directly towards the gunfire, they saved over 500 lives. There is video showing that they ran away from the gunfire, by the way. Whatever is going on there, whatever kind of cut and paste and mix and match. Uh, reality because you, you can clearly see the guy on the inside he's laughing and we're, we're we're assuming that that picture is from the event and not the 50 other lockdowns and drills they've had since um, the whole COVID thing took off you've all the officials presented a document labeled narrative What the fuck is that narrative narrative is something you know what a narrative is we would use that term when i was in college i was an english lit major we would use that term to talk about like the text or the subtext of a given piece of work in those works were fiction by the way they were fiction unless you're reading letters of authors um, you wouldn't even in that regard you wouldn't use the word narrative You've all the officials presented the Texas Department of Public Safety with a document labeled narrative. It's just bizarre. There was zero hesitation. That's not true. That is not true. Because there is a video that shows them, guess what? Running away from what happened. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. So this is from VidMax. And again, take this with a grain of salt because um, we live in a time and in an era of deep fake and deep fake news. But let's take a look at it anyway. Here we go. It's four minutes here, we'll see what happens. So this is a May twenty-four surveillance video shows a truck crashed near the gunman in the crash vehicle, fires two shots at men who approach the crash scene. Now they're running away. I can't I cannot see them. you're hearing gunshots from the parking lot again.
2: Get, get in your room! Get in your room!
0: Okay, so the bystander video captures the gunman. Here we go, I've never seen this video before. There he is. He's walking down the hallway. I've never seen this clip before. Okay, we're assuming that this is not a drill. All right, let me just stop this video for a second. Let me stop this video for a second. None of these guys are wearing fucking helmets, okay? None of them. Uh, Looks like two of them, maybe three, are wearing a flak jacket. One of them is not. Nobody, they're not wearing any helmets here. If you got a situation like this, this guy's got his fucking shades up over his head right over here okay something something is, is a little fishy from the jump all right let's keep going here
2: okay.
0: Checking his cell phone. (laughs) Gotta check your cell phone. Okay, so it looks like the the rescue squad with uh, bullet protecting shields finally arrives here. This guy fucking sanitizes his hands. What the hell is that about? If you're if you're not watching the video, there's a, They got a hand sanitizer on the wall, and this guy goes over. He's he's got a he's got a uh, a little flak jacket and a protective helmet. Looks like he has maybe a nine millimeter on his on his hip. He goes over and sanitizes his fucking hands. I guess you don't want to catch COVID uh, before you catch a bullet. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait.
0: They got their blue gloves on organized chaos let's go back to the beginning i have never seen this video before this is a first for me so I'm, I'm looking at it kind of on the fly. So these guys run away, right? They, so if these guys, again, this is all theoretical at this point. After the car crashes, this a $60,000 truck. Here comes the truck into the park. And why are the cops there? See, that's the other thing, too. I mean, the cops normally there at Rob Elementary, I don't know. But if they could have, here comes a truck, comes flying in there, and then, boom, crashes. And they go over, the guy comes out. Guy comes out firing, I guess. Maybe that's why. So, yeah, but you put yourself. But you put yourself behind that car, and you don't let him go anywhere. You use the damn car as a shield, and you, you cut him off, right? They're, they're they're both armed. I don't know what two cops are doing there to begin with. Maybe they're stationed there, but if they're stationed there, uh, they did a piss-poor job of keeping him from going inside. That's the weird part. You stand behind the car, and then you keep firing, and you call other cops to come. That's what happens.
2: The kids are running. So
0: we're going to watch. We're going to watch them come in again. Oh my God. So it says the government begins shooting at the school from the parking lot. Okay. This is the back door of the school. Just to let you know, because I actually went down, to, I went down to Uvalde to go look at the school and what was going on. You guys know that. This is the back door right here. And the teacher leaves the back door open. Nobody's ever talked about that. And how did he know how to get into the back door? That's the back door right there. That is not the front door. He knows to get into the back door. Why? Because it's open. So now we're going to see him walk in. That's the back door. What's weird. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not entirely familiar with the layout inside the school, but that doesn't look like the back door. Because I've seen the back door, and it looks like an actual fucking door, not a door like this. That's interesting. So the gunman enters the school at 11.33 a.m. Uh, two seconds and 11 tenths of a second. So probably 3.11. Let's just see what happens here. Yeah. 2.21. He's in the school by 1 three. Let's Back it up a little bit, right? Takes his first step into the school at 1 30303. Okay, let's take a look at him here. All right, we're going to stop this just for a second. Okay, he's got body armor. He's got the AR fifteen. Let's just see what else he has. Okay, we've got to keep going. Hold on. Sorry, hit the wrong button. is dialing in here. Okay, I wanted to move ahead just a little bit. Um, he's inside. If you're if you're listening to the podcast, he's just come through a door, and the only door that was open was the back door, and he knew where to go. And let's move, let's move this forward a little bit. Come on. About right. All right. So what I'm looking at here is I'm trying to find out where all of his rounds are. He's got a backpack on, but the amount of ammo that they said that he had doesn't necessarily look like what is available on his body. Okay. And clearly, now, okay. Again, this is all very weird. If you're going to do this and you're wearing body armor, I would assume that you're trying to survive this event. Which means that you would be wearing something on your head as well. He's not. Um, I would assume that you'd be wearing uh, elbow, el- uh, armor-resistant elbow pads and knee pads. He's not. They make them. You, I would assume you'd be wearing armor or you can't really find armor-resistant goggles. But you would definitely wear goggles. So, none of this is taking place here. So, now the question is, why is he wearing armor in general? I mean, if it's a suicide mission, because he knows he's going to die, right? I mean, he knows he's going to die. Then why wear any armor at all? Why not just bring your AR-15, get some belts, get a belt with some clips, maybe a backpack, and boom, there's, there's just something about this that doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I think the bigger question here is the two cops at the beginning because they they fell back and they didn't do anything. Now, are they not trained to do those sorts of things? I would assume after having 50 fucking lockdowns at that school uh, and a drill, what, about a month and a half or two months before or something like that, that they would have some degree of training, especially if they're there and they're stationed there because they just happen to be there. The whole thing is weird. It's totally weird. Even the guy getting the fucking sanitizer on his hands. The whole thing is weird. That part smells a little like a drill. So, again, I talked about this last night on the show. You know, we're living in this kind of Neptunian theater where we see things that don't make any sense, although we're supposed to validate them and believe that they're actually true. And this cuts both ways, by the way, both ways. There could be things that theoretically, you know, if we're on the side of truth or freedom or whatever, whatever values that we're uh, doing our best to uphold or ground, we can see things that might reaffirm what we believe in or what we think is um, the, the uh, sacred and holy gospel through alternative media. And they may not be true. So this is the time that we're living it now. And you have to take a video like that again. You really, it's like, what's really going on there? When did they shoot it, right? Everything could be completely staged or it could be real. It could be mix and match. All I know is that they submitted a document called a narrative, not a report. Okay, Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kamala Harris. She's got more people like jumping off her bandwagon, like that shit's over, right? For, people just can't stand working for her. They just can't stand it. She, I, I'm sure she's just an absolute entitled narcissist. And when people leave, oh, we'll always, we'll always, I'll always be grateful for their vision and their strategic know-how and support, you always get that when people leave. <clears throat> you, you never get the real story or even moderate. It, when they say very little about the person that le- that's leaving, you know that something really big went down and not always in, in their favor, right? But you got more people dropping off the, the Kamala Express and that's a big deal. Can they find other people? Sure, but those fir- that first line, that first wave, are probably the most competent group that they can find. Now you're going to get lesser people who are who are going to equally match the incompetence of Kamala Harris. Okay, I'm going to play you a video. I just needed to talk about that because that's happening, and it's going to make it. I still think she's going to be president. But for how long, I don't know. All right, so I wanted to play this video. It's funny. And I may want to do like a, like a, a deeper dive and a deeper show in this thing. Um, hold on a second. Okay, so this is this uh, old Finnish guy. His what is his name? Shit, hold on. He says his name. I want to be. I want to be respectful and get his name in here. Nigren. I think his last name is Nigren. And he's talking about. Uh, the lost history of the Finnish people. I apologize. His, his last name is Nygren. Uh He's actually a very interesting character. And he spent uh, 30 years studying uh, Oriental medicine. His name is Leo Nigrin. That's his name, Leo Nigren. And he spent 30 years studying... Oriental Medicine. And he has some very interesting insights into uh, sex and sexuality as it relates to the body. Let me find this, get right to it. Here we go. Let's play
1: this. You'll enjoy it. ...for 25 years. I know quite a lot uh, about this uh, Chinese medicine, of course. Well, I can tell you, I use this uh, Chinese uh, system for my living. I've never been sick, I've never been in a hospital yet. I have never seen uh, any doctor for 35, 40 years, Uh, because um, I feel, and I can test myself, that I am absolutely healthy still today, except that uh, my memory is not uh, so sharp anymore. But that can be okay and um uh, I can I can feel myself how healthy I am. There are three places here, three places here, and uh, uh, from the surface or a little deeper or still more deeper going. and I can feel my different uh, organs inside that are inside me. I can feel them here. How do you do that? Yeah, not only, uh, and this, this uh, what we say heart. Mm-hmm. It's not the heart yes. at all, in the Chinese way. Yeah. This is the heart, Chinese this too. here. Oh, that's Sada too. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you women have something much more uh, fine. Uh, you have the soul, you have the soul. We men don't have the soul, but we have heart. Um, uh, Most fine things come from the... the
0: So for you guys that are listening, when he says heart, he's got his hands on his genitals. Okay, that's an important thing to remember here. Hands on his genitals. Let's keep going.
1: Soul, and uh, as we say here in Finland, that you can see from the eyes of the people that if there is a soul in that in the person Mm -hmm. and it's only you can see it from women Mm. that's so that's our kidney that's in the kidneys the soul is in the kidneys Mm. Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. but what is absolutely unknown here in the Western world, is the spleen, is the spleen. Uh, the, even the no, newest books, uh, anatomy books, uh, or lame, uh, doctor books, uh, uh, they are saying that they don't know what word, what uh, this uh, spleen is for, and what it's meaning. And it's also in the middle, in the middle of everything. As the Chinese say, that this, what we say, heart, it's not the heart. Uh, because uh, the, uh, the energy line that comes from this pump, it goes here only. It is so small, so little uh, important, very little important. Uh like my legs are completely, they represent my kidneys and uh, yes, my ki- kidneys. Mm. And uh, that's the most important uh, that's like a, a basic thing, completely. And then uh, then the energy comes here into our, uh, reproducing, reproducing uh, uh, organs here, and then, then it comes here and goes, goes to hand, right here in the center, uh, f- and from here, to the, this center finger, mm-hmm. the long finger. What we say, <laughs> you know what it means when you show it <laughs> like this. There are it's a straight one, and there are both sides are, are made uh, very sharp. Those uh, sharp sides, uh, they are called um, eggs in root. They are eggs. These are the eggs that we use. This this we call eggs, not balls, but eggs here in Finland. They are egg, eggs, really, uh, where the seed cells uh, they, uh, pr- they are being produced there and held there until they come out. But uh, as long as a ma- an, an man is uh, productive, then uh, they are coming out all the time there in those eggs. They, they also look like eggs. <laughs> when you feel them. You can feel them, of course, you too, <laughs> that you can feel if they are egg-shaped or whether they are round balls. And if they are round balls, then you don't have those seeds so well anyway. anyway. And uh, the, that man is becoming a homo also. He's com- becoming homo. And uh, you, can, you can actually see when the boy is growing up, up to let's say 10 years old, you can, you can actually feel them then if they are balls, that he's going to be homo, or they are egg shaped, and uh, he's going to be um, uh, hetero. It comes from the mother, that uh, if mother had been eating a lot of sweet things, sugar, for example, uh, sweet cakes, and things like that. Then uh, her son will become homo, and you can you can see it from these fingers. You can see it. I am hetero, and because. Uh, this finger my my first finger mm-hmm. is yeah, uh, is shorter, shorter than yeah than when it's, uh, if it's shorter than uh, this uh, nameless or this ring finger you call this ring finger if the, if it's shorter than this ring finger then you are hetero but if this first finger is longer than the ring finger then you are homo and it's because uh, what the mother has been eating, or mother's mother, even uh, the Chinese say that it goes away um, uh, seven generations, even while may go back seven generations. Um, it's not only the sweet things, uh, the